Should the sports nutrition industry finally embrace its more mainstream active nutrition future? When I started in the functional CPG space more than a decade ago, if you were trying to kind of label brands like Muscle Farm, Cellucor, Optimum Nutrition, or if you think about today's hottest brand, Redcon One, the only term that you would use to describe them would be sports nutrition. But that's not the case today. Sports nutrition and active nutrition, the term seems to be used interchangeably, but despite consumers being interested in similar products, active nutrition consumers actually represent significantly broader interests. The easiest way that I like to describe the difference between these two terms is that sports nutrition, the consumers are generally focused on enhancing themselves for some type of sporting activity. Now, active nutrition consumers do include some type of athleticism within their day-to-day -day lives. They are looking to satiate a goal that is focused on their long-term health. Simply put, active nutrition is the evolution of sports nutrition. Active nutrition is by far the golden ticket here. This is where you can really build very big, large-scale, functional CPG brands. And that's because active nutrition, it takes the products away from it just being a one-dimensional industry. But the question remains, are previous gatekeepers, legacy sports nutrition brands, ready to get outside of their comfortable subculture for a much bigger and greener pasture? Just kind of mentioning a few more details around the difference between sports nutrition and active nutrition. If you think about sports nutrition, it's all around like products that create this allure of like bigger, faster, stronger, leaner, and still to this day, a lot of the imagery is attached to what you would consider enhanced athletes, a lot of times bodybuilders or weightlifters, and high-level professional athletes. And while this is definitely aspirational for some people, it's really not attainable for the vast majority of the possible consumer market. Now, active nutrition, like I mentioned before, it really takes the products that are focused around like one dimensional goal and moves it into a long-term lifestyle approach that promotes products that have kind of a bigger health halo. The imagery that is used is usually a lot more inclusive and shows a lot of times like daily activity and how to utilize those products within a healthy lifestyle. This is definitely more attainable and for much of the United States, it is also very much aspirational. There was a recent survey that kind of came out around active nutrition buyers. A few that I thought were pretty important to kind of call out here in this video was 40% of active nutrition buyers said, even though they were not dealing with any kind of health issues, they were trying to take more of a proactive approach to their health and wellness. 47% of respondents said that they have been trying to exercise more. 39% said they are trying to improve their diets more, but only 20% said they have taken nutritional supplements. And I wanna kinda of call out that last piece of data from the survey around the supplement use because active nutrition buyers are not necessarily thinking about traditional supplement use or are not necessarily interested or at least considering um, supplement use. So if you are a sports nutrition brand and you're trying to appeal and, and kind of reposition your products and brand towards active nutrition buyers, like what do you do? How do you appeal to those customers? Traditionally, what has kind of been used is the Trojan horse of protein powder. Protein overall as a macronutrient seems out of the three 
um, if not counting alcohol, is rarely gets talked down to or kind of trashed in the media. People seem to be very focused on always trying to figure out how to add more protein, especially today. As sports nutrition has kind of gravitated and became more popular and kind of transformed itself into active nutrition, consumers naturally gravitated towards functional ingredients that both added some element of performance, but also dietary benefits. And as this popularity grew, you also saw the products being available outside of just the specialty supplement retailers that helped the amount of people that had access to them or that saw them in their kind of week to week purchasing habits. So with this continued positive kind of consumer sentiment for protein overall, it was utilized by active nutrition brands as really kind of that entry fee to get consumers interested in the broader propositions. About 50% of people are interested in adding more protein to their lives right now, but it's important for sports nutrition brands that are kind of thinking about changing is that the reason why consumers are looking to add more protein is not what you would consider normally within sports nutrition, and that is to kind of add strength or add muscle. The reason why active nutrition buyers uh, are trying to add more protein is for just overall general health and wellness purposes. And now while most of the original kind of Trojan horse of protein powder was from like milk proteins, you're seeing a similar thing happen with plant-based proteins a lot around kind of the growing trend around flexitarians and the increased interest in the plant-based diet. Taking this a step further and adding more fuel to the fire towards the shift to active nutrition was the utilization of food form applications. Though the protein powder halo is still definitely well in effect, consumers are now being kind of tempted with a ton of functional consumer packaged goods and fast moving consumer goods. Along with the shift of sports nutrition, kind of moving into what we consider active nutrition. You also had the broader CPG industry kind of moving from conventional products over to functional or at least like better for you products. And then also the growth of just the snacking category overall. All of these trends are kind of converging together and providing a ton of product innovation, product launches around what you would consider like food form active nutrition products. These active nutrition consumers have really kind of pushed forward a lot of the food form snacking categories. And now you see unlimited substitutions that are popping up in categories like protein bars, ready to drink protein shakes, um, protein added like confectionery, sweet snacks, and savory snacks. But outside of protein, you also see a lot of applications happening around energy and focus primarily around like the growth of the energy drink category, specifically the functional energy drink subcategory, a lot of interest around like gut health and utilization of pre and probiotics uh, being kind of added into a ton of food and beverages. You're even seeing added into items like cookies, just overall vitamins, uh, having different food forms like gummies. If you've ever walked down a kind of a vitamin aisle at any major retailer, most of the vitamins now come in a gummy format, but they're also kind of added into a ton of fortified foods and beverages. Now for those sports nutrition brands that maybe are not all that interested in kind of food and beverage applications of active nutrition, what would be like traditional kind of caps, powders, pills? Like what could you do? Are there opportunities available? The answer is definitely yes, but you have to think about this a lot differently. While the active nutrition consumers might not necessarily be as interested in supplements as like sports nutrition buyer groups, 
but there has been an overall rise in consumer awareness around overall health and wellness that provides a ton of opportunities that can replace your traditional pre-workouts and fat burners. A few of the trending ones that you're seeing right now is collagen, you're seeing adaptogens or herbals, botanicals or medicinal mushrooms. You're seeing usage of nootropics, like I mentioned before, pre and probiotics for gut health, and then also CBD. Additionally, I mentioned before around plant-based diets and just that kind of trend overall, that is also providing a ton of opportunity for sports nutrition brands that are thinking about moving into a more broad, active nutrition lifestyle. There's a ton of demand available out there, mostly from flexitarians that are looking to replace some of their animal-based products. And this overall, like the fragmenting of the market or, or targeting the market could be kind of rolled up into a much broader trend that can be utilized by active nutrition brands. And this is around targeting specific customer groups with the ability to do that now in 2020 with digital marketing tools. Obviously you've been able to do that for a while, but now is really the time where you can fragment, find your little niche, go and really kind of flush that out and find a ton of availability out there with products that match a specific aspirational lifestyle or certain diet proposition. Instead of utilizing the old school kind of way of trying to appease everybody, that ultimately just ends up making you appeal to nobody in today's market. I also wanna kind of touch around like COVID-19, that effect and kind of what happened to the active nutrition market because of that, because I think it's important just to kind of notice some of the potential shifts that are happening. Take the approach from the consumer first. They obviously had a ton of added stress that happened with COVID-19, be that just interruption of their day-to-day -day routines or maybe from job loss or maybe from people getting sick and, and maybe kids out of school, tons of different things there. And that kind of threw everything off from their normal like healthy lifestyle. There also was like that restricted living that kind of created a ton of issues with closures to normal gym routines. So now you saw a lot of people getting out and just doing like general activity, running, walking, biking. You also had a lot of people because gyms were closed that they had to adapt and utilize maybe some connected fitness, streaming fitness, um, you know, workout at home without any access to like heavy equipment. But though that might seem like a grim future for active nutrition because of this interruption with COVID-19, you've seen like survey after survey of positivity happening around people saying they're excited to get back to their health and fitness lifestyles. They're trying to make changes the best they can right now. They are doing a ton of research. Search volume has been increasing. So there's a ton of pent up demand uh, for when some semblance of normalcy comes back to life. Now for a business point of view, I always kind of try to consider what the consumer is doing, what the market's doing, and then how can you adapt as a business? First of all, the stickiness of all of these like consumer adaptations for the last four to five months should be something that you're paying attention to, regardless of how you feel and maybe how you're acting in your day-to-day -day life. You have to kind of think about there's so many different levels of degree and, and people have felt this pandemic much differently. And you kind of have to just take a step back, look at who you're trying to target and look at their general feelings uh, around this time. As more consumers have kind of adapted their lifestyle, that's brought in a lot of kind of new entrants into what you would consider this active nutrition market. So that's gonna also provide some opportunities based on some new entrants or maybe different entrants that maybe came from a more traditional sports nutrition background. And it should be kind of considered to appeal to these new habits, this new lifestyle 
through proper creative strategies, marketing strategies, product development strategies to make sure you are reaching these consumers at the point at which they want to be met at. It's important to kind of lean into adding value. There's been a lot of interruption that has happened because of COVID-19. A lot of the consumers that maybe were a little bit further along in the process of this kind of active nutrition, health and wellness lifestyle have kind of reverted back to maybe a previous time in their lives. So they're gonna to need to get back to that point. You need to kind of focus on solution-based content to solve a lot of these problems that are in the market because of this pandemic. Final thoughts for you guys. It's been famously said that the art of life is a constant readjustment to your surroundings. Many of the legacy sports nutrition brands and sports nutrition professionals have been resisting this adjustment to the consumer demands towards a broader active nutrition lifestyle. But this story has been written a million times over and I don't wanna ruin the ending for you guys, but the contrarian rarely makes it out in complete good standing.